You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, January the 2nd, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Damascus International Airport has resumed partial operations several hours after a strike Syria blamed on Israel. One of the two runways remained closed. The other reopened, but 500 meters shorter due to damage. The Syrian military said that two members of the armed forces were killed in a missile strike around 2 a.m. that Syria attributed to Israel in a previous strike on the airport about six months ago that Syria also blamed on Israel. The airport was closed for two weeks due to significant damage to infrastructure and runways. Palestinian sources say two gunmen were killed in clashes with Israeli security forces in the Jenin area village Dan last night. Large numbers of Israeli security forces had entered the village to demolish the homes of two terrorists who were involved in the exchanges of fire in September by the security fence in which the deputy commander of the Nahal Reconnaissance Unit, Major Bar Falah, was killed. The IDF said that in last night's operation, violent rioting broke out and Israeli forces opened fire on gunmen and used crowd dispersal means. There were no Israeli casualties. The Fatah al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade's group said that the armed Palestinian was a member of the group. Israeli security forces operating in other locations in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 16 wanted Palestinians. Hamas has threatened Israel will be responsible for explosive violence following reports that National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir is planning to visit the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. According to a report in the Lebanese Al-Miyadin news channel, Hamas warned Israel via Egypt that the new government led by Benjamin Netanyahu will be held accountable for the consequences of Ben-Gvir's visit. Police are scheduled to hold deliberations on the planned visit, which is reportedly expected to take place sometime this week, to assess the possibility of violence. The state has asked the high court for a three-month delay on a ruling regarding the presence of Israelis at the former site of the or at the site of the former settlement Homesh in northern Samaria. The settlement was dismantled as part of the 2005 disengagement. In recent years, a yeshiva has operated there in violation of the law and has been periodically evacuated by Israeli authorities. The state, in its response, said that the political echelon, in line with coalition agreements, intends to take action to revise legislation to allow for the presence of Israelis there. In other news, the Bank of Israel is expected today to announce another interest rate hike, the seventh consecutive increase. The bank's monetary committee is expected to announce an increase of between a quarter to a half of a percent. This is not expected to be the last rate increase as part of efforts by the bank to curb inflation. Since April 2022, the rate has risen from an historic low of one-tenth of a percent to the current rate of 3.25 percent. In the Knesset, a stormy argument in the Knesset Finance Committee this morning over government plans to cancel taxes on sweetened beverages and disposable plastics. 
The levy was imposed by the previous government in a bid to cut down pollution and sugar consumption, which contributes to illness. However, Haredi Orthodox politicians at the time said there were better ways to affect consumer behavior and accused the then-finance minister of Vigdor Lieberman of Yisrael Beitenu of deliberately targeting the ultra-Orthodox, which are prominent users of both products. Prime Minister Netanyahu is reportedly expected to make an official visit to the United Arab Emirates next week on what will be his first trip abroad since returning to office. It would also be Netanyahu's first official and public trip to the Gulf state as attempts to organize such a visit before his 2021 ouster were repeatedly postponed. In Germany, an Israeli woman was stabbed to death on New Year's Eve, allegedly by her partner who has been arrested. Moran Kaiser, age 39, had been living in Dusseldorf in recent years with her six-year-old daughter from a previous marriage. Kaiser's sister told Khan that the family did not trust the 33-year-old partner, but Kaiser had defended him. Finally, the late Israeli singer Ofra Chaza has been included in Rolling Stones magazine's list of 200 greatest singers of all time. Chaza, who was nicknamed the Madonna of the Middle East by music journalists, was ranked 186 on the prestigious list that was topped by Aretha Franklin. The entry on Chaza said that, inspired by her Yemeni Jewish ancestry, Chaza combined traditional vocal conventions with modern technique to create something that felt at once ancient and ahead of its time. This advisory, due to the weather and windy conditions, the KKL asks the public not to go to forests in the coastal plain and the coastal areas due to concerns for falling trees and branches. And the weather outlook, local rain in the east and south of the country through the afternoon, chance of flooding in streams in the south and the east, strong easterly winds mostly in the north and the hills, the maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 11, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 17, Beersheba 16, and in a lot going up to 23 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.